Hey everybody, welcome to What the Hell's the Name of the Show, Insufferable Bastards. My name is Carlos Danger for the purposes of this broadcast, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Brian Spears. Hello, Brian. Hello, hello. We're joined making a return appearance after he got us banished into the vape zone by Steel Toe Morning Show. From Mondo Creepy, it's Matt Masto. Hello, greetings and salutations. No vaping, sir. We got in trouble. Don't do that anymore, okay? All right, you've been officially- I'm a professional been officially warned and then the fourth person in this here chat tonight the mysterious the lovely the og dabblers anonymous god mr kinky loco hello kinky hello hello i can tell people that kinky loco is not a 68 year old obese man that's what i had in my head but i was wrong kinky thank you so much for joining us and thank you so much for all the creativity you bring to the Dabbleverse that entertain simpletons like myself. I really admire and appreciate your work, sir. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And thank you for inviting me. Yeah, not at all. So the topic tonight, we're going to talk about Fred the Elephant Boy. I had to look at my paper there. I forgot what the hell we're talking about because I made this list like an hour ago. But uh, of course, Fred the Elephant Boy passed away, I guess, right after Thanksgiving. It wasn't known until I think it was earlier this week, although... Uh, time is a flat circle in my house this week. So we're going to talk about that. But before we get into that, I mean, we have Kinky Loco here, right? I've had a Twitter crush on him for at least seven months. And he is part of my favorite, the funniest person in the Dabbleverse for my money is Cardiff Electric. Kinky Loco is part of the Cardiff Electric lore. So I wanted to ask you, Mr. Kinky Loco, and I never get sick of saying Kinky Loco, Cardiff yeah. accused you basically of, I guess, petty larceny, of stealing something of his that had to be worth like less than $100. So I don't know if that's six degree larceny. I don't know where it is. It happened in New York State. But I'm talking about you allegedly stole Cardiff Electric's tape recorder. What's the deal? Well, so I showed up to the, uh, the creep off roast where Cardiff performed. And uh, I had a tape player because I wanted to try to record what was going to happen. Apparently, there was a mix-up, and Cardiff thought it was his, and he's been accusing me of stealing it ever since. But uh, I don't know what he's talking about. As you saw, my uh, Twitter picture is me holding a tape player. That's mine. So, you know, I'm, I'm hoping we can work it out eventually, though. And has Cardiff, as he has he tried to strong arm you in any way? And obviously, the potato is really gaining some clout, as the kids say. Has he tried to influence you in any way or enact revenge for his mistaken accusations of theft against you? You know, as far as I know, he hasn't. But as we both know, uh, Cardiff can be he's a little bit sneaky. So I have a feeling that once uh, DabbleCon comes around, uh, I think he's got something up his sleeve. And are you going to? I believe I believe you meant to say Stut Joe Con. I don't mean to, is that oh, what you yeah. meant? Oh no, yeah, Stut Joe Con. Stut Joe Con. Yeah, sorry. Now look, I screwed it up. Oh man, Cardiff is going to be. And I should say that Cardiff is live right now. So we're poor Kinky is is missing a live Cardiff show to do our crappy podcast. So, First thing we're going to do tonight, we'll get Kinky Loco out of here so he can go watch Cardiff Electric and, and other people like him who have talent as opposed to to this crap. Evil Dead Rise, right? So. At our base, we are a horror movie, movie review, TV review podcast. So I just wanted to take a second to play. This was like sort of the talk of the internet. Evil Dead Rise is coming out, which is apparently a movie. I didn't know if, I thought it was a video game. That's how out of touch I am. But let's take a moment and hopefully this is transformative content, FBI. Don't give us no strikes. Let's take a look at 
this video and then we'll you know like react about it or to it like the kids do what's up sis I had the most beautiful dream. It was the perfect day. And all I could think about was how much I wanted to cut you all open and then climb inside your bodies so that we could stay one happy family. <laughs> When I was just a little girl, I asked my mother, What is this, Danny? I found it. What will I be? Oh wait, I forgot. We're supposed to be making like, ex you know, like like faces, like we're freaked out. To me. Open up now. You don't look so good, Mom. Nothing a big old kiss from you won't fix. So loud. You'd be a good mom someday, honey bath. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You know how to lie to kids. Kubrickian. That's what I was thinking. Mom? Mommy's with the maggots now. All right, so that's Evil Dead Rise. Matt Maisto, I know you're an old school horror fan. What are your thoughts on this, I guess, sequel to the remake or updating or reimagining of Evil I Dead? I didn't hate the updating, remake, whatever you want to call it thing. And it feels like this is certainly more of a continuation within the same vein. So uh, I'm going to keep an open mind and, uh, and check it out. Kinky Loco, were you a big, are you an Evil Dead 1 or Evil Dead 2 or Evil Dead Reimagining fan? Uh, Evil Dead 2, I would say, is in my top five horror movies of all time. Hell so, yeah. Uh, so when you I, watch I that. Also be keeping a, yeah, I'll also be keeping an open mind. Because I, I like the remake. I didn't love the remake, but I liked it enough that I would give this one a chance to. I think the fact that you could say that that it's likable, I think, is very commendable, considering the the expectations and the shadow that it had to live under. You know? I, yeah, exactly. 
All right. Oh, we lost Kinky again. No, Kinky's just going. He does Carter for a few minutes, and then he comes back to us. He's probably got the computer up. That's why the phone's working for us. All right. So let's talk about, now let's go to Fred the Elephant Boy, whose real name was Fred Schreiber, passed away this week. A beloved, not a chatter, but a beloved, one of the old school, original, if not the oldest, I believe, Whack Packers from the Howard hey, Stern Show. And peace. Oh, that was, I was going to say, uh, El Harible from Bedabbler did a dead-on uh, impersonation of Fred the Elephant Boy, Matt, but that wasn't bad either. Thank you. Thank so Brian was the one that wanted to put this show together this evening. Uh, Brian, what what was Fred the Elephant Boy in terms of Whack Packer lore? Do you know if, uh, in my memory, I thought like the first official Whack Packer was Crackhead Bob, but I, I, you know, I'm not one of these people who can remember like every episode of The Simpsons, but I know it's a good no, show. No, he was overall. definitely before that because he was with Captain Janks. And before them, there was, uh, oh, it was those two weird ones. I forget. Uh, maybe uh, Kinky knows. There was Quentin the was, Stutterer. Yeah, he's on Quentin, the run from Johnny was, Law. That's why he keeps going in and out. He's got Cardiff hot on his ass right now. And then, uh, like, so he wasn't maybe the first whack packer, but I think he was one of the ones that uh, he was like a constant back then. And before the Channel 9 show, I don't think I ever saw him. So his first episode of the Channel 9 show, he does a little spot with uh, um, Sam Kinison, uh, not. Uh, I don't preacher. know what you're trying to say. Jessica Hahn. The other thing about. Fred was he was like a fan of the show he left and fought with the show a lot um so he would leave and come back have say that I'm not doing this show like he he like kind of had morals in the whack pack he was one of the few whack packers that had like pride what let, me just, let me just interrupt I did sure. I sent kinky a message saying we'll have to try again another time because yeah. when he was coming on there was a lot of uh uh, yeah yeah and the feedback from his cell phone not sure what exactly that was but anyway sorry kinky loco it was an honor to have him on for five yeah, seconds i mean just yeah. to have that was enough that was cool all right so go ahead matt sorry uh what i was going to say is getting back to to fred the elephant boy uh i think for me the first time i really heard his voice and became aware of him is for me was probably the best stern project of that era which is crucified by the FCC, which is which is theater of the mind. It's not a Channel Nine thing. It's not uh, a pay per view event. And particularly, the bit that stood out uh, was the Stutterer's Christmas Carol. It's oh, like right, really yeah. the first time I think I, I really like recognized the voice. Like the next time I saw him on Channel Nine or heard him on on the on the show. All right, so we've been blabbing enough, and sorry for the the starting and stopping, but uh, that's why we wanted to record this as opposed to doing a, a live stream. Uh, Kinky Kinky Loco sent me a message. Uh, he's having internet problems. I apologize for screwing up your flow. <laughs> like, I'm like, no, that's that's our that's the flow. Flow. Yeah, yeah, you're not screwing anything up. All right, so Brian, the first thing you had sent me, and Brian picked all these clips. He's our curator tonight. Uh, this is one. It's self-explanatory. It's Fred's first phone call to the Howard Stearns show. All right. Uh, what is that, an Italian accent, Gary? No. I smell ratings gold with you, Fred. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's good, dear. See? I, I love you, Howard. Hey, I love you too, man. <laughs> this guy's perfect. Uh, what, what is it, some kind of speech defect you got? Uh, yes, ever since I was born. What? Ever since I was born. 
born, I, I, I had this problem. Ever since you were born, you had this problem. Yeah. I got you. I'm catching yeah. on to your lingo. I used to be a stutterer, but we, we therapy, I don't stutter no more. You don't stutter no yeah, more. Yeah, so, so I, just, I got past <laughs> Let me see this letter. I work with this guy called Fred. He's a nice guy, but he has two problems. He has a severe speech impediment, and he's a virgin at 30 years old. You're kidding. Yeah, so you got a job, right? Uh, yeah. You should be able to get laid. I bet you I could get you. Yeah, go to MK's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'll find a girl there. Just don't talk a lot. I have to be the strong side type. Right. <laughs> All of a sudden, Joe Walsh is looking coherent. <laughs> hey, this, you see, this is like a regular guy, regular intelligence. Probably would love to have a family, and women are turning him down. Yeah. You gotta know he'd be devoted. Well, I guess he's kind of, you know, it's sort of embarrassing to go around. You stay at home. Don't have a mystery now. That's right. Don't go to <laughs> MK's. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know about this guy. How am I going to get him a date? Listen to him. 30 years old? You make a good living? Uh, yeah. Okay. I work for the FDA. Can you stop it for a sec? FDA, yeah. He said the yeah. FDA. Go ahead, Matt. I just want to say that this is one of those things where, back in the day where Stern really shined because he had a, an ear for this type of unusual talent for the show in a way that nobody else really had before. And then everybody else that did it afterwards was just always looking for somebody weird. And it wasn't because Fred was weird. It was it was his personality. Yeah. It was the voice. It was, it was the combination. It was genuine. Exactly. And Well, the and fact even, that he has on some he has on a person who can't speak clearly on the radio and interviews him at length is, <laughs> yeah, but that's definitely also, unique. Um, he, he's guilty of it himself nowadays. Like he'll almost invent a whack packer. Yeah. You know, like in my opinion, tan mom for the years that she's been on has never been a whack packer. Right. Yeah. So, like, she was awful. That's she, why I specified he, for this, for that yes, era. For the, and this is what's so nice about it. And these are like genuine fans. Cause there was nothing you could get. Like, you know, they weren't like now you become a whack packer or, you know, there's some you're getting a cameo. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's something uh, there's something a little nostalgic about Fred. And also, listen, I'm, you know, hey, I was picked on. There's something fun about uh, everyone laughing at him a little bit, but he's well, laughing at it, too. Yeah, his genius is because there are people who say today who say today and you'll see him in chat sometime if somebody's doing a stream of this Howard Stern related stuff. And I think they're more trolling, but they'll be like, Howard, all he did was pick on people with yeah. uh, mental deficiencies no, because or they were clearly I challenged. And, you know, that was considered funny in the 80s or 90s. But no, the whole the whole genius here is that the fans love Fred. Fred's yeah, laughing. There, there's an admiration that continued. I mean, the fact that we're talking about him uh, after he passed away says something. And, and the fact that old school Howard Stern fans, there was this outpouring of support because, yeah. he, you know, he becomes your friend when you're driving in your car uh, every single day. It's not really about making fun of the, the fact he, he spoke uh, differently, you know? But but like getting back to the whole thing about how it wasn't about him being mean. It wasn't about Stern exploiting people. I mean, it was. He did exploit these people, let's yeah. be honest. But it wasn't in like a, a cruel or, or ill-intentioned way, if that makes sense. Like I, I remember when I got the, the Crucified by the FCC tape, I played that Stutter or Christmas Carol bit for my best friend in high school who had a stutter, and he loved it. All right, so let's go on to another one here. This is Brian. You picked Captain Jenks versus Fred the Elephant Boy. What is it about this one that you remember? It's, it's just 
this was just old school. This is again, it's not even, I'll, I'll be honest, it's not the greatest clip, but it's just that era where these were the two guys. This was before Crackhead Bob. So this was, I mean, Crackhead Bob might have been around, but these two guys were like what started the whack pack. Yeah, this is 94. I would have thought this was way earlier. But, it, and you know, so I think he's interviewed for the book. So they were in, getting interviewed for the book. And uh, Fred, uh, no, I'm sorry, Janks was goof. Uh, Fred was being interviewed, and Janks, I guess, made some phone calls to his mother. And that really ticked Fred off because that's, again, that's where Fred had like morals. You don't mess with my family. Like, you can make fun of me and you can be a jerk to me, but you know, I don't need this crap. And that's where, like, this is another time he's like, I'm I'm done with the whack pack. This is like one of the first time he says, I'm done with the whack pack. So he, 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 you know, it was Fred always did his own terms with the they show. So you, so you said, okay, I accept it and goodbye. Yeah, that's it. I, I want, just want to get rid but of that. Let me ask you something, Fred. Is yeah. there nothing he could do to apologize Matthew, to you? Matthew, is that Jenks right there? That's Jenks. That's I don't Jenks. think, I don't think I've ever seen Jenks. He doesn't look like Tom. that now. He looks a lot he like me, but uh, he's, yeah, he's uh, he's of advanced age, I would think now. Shut up his act because I, I'm not, you know, after that, I would have nothing coming. I don't drink like he does. I don't smoke pot like he does. <laughs> I don't smoke pot, Fred. Okay, Fred, you know what? To, okay, well, you want to go into to, some stories? We can go into pop. some stories. When Fred started hanging out oh, with I'm the folks at school. I'm not perfect. <laughs> see, yeah, <laughs> see, yeah, see Fred, if you want to go into this, we can go in. Fred, I have been I'm a good friend it, to you, all right? I've been a good friend to you. I can't believe that you are doing this. I feel like I'm like we do. Wait, they're not going to hear you if you talk. You, oh, what? Sorry. But Jackie, Jackie cackling in the background. That's yeah. what makes this clip. always like is the glue. It's the glue. What's great about this. This is real. Like this is like, you know, if things are scripted now or things are are worked out and things are programmed in there. This is 100 percent real. I thought Jenks is working a little. What was that? I thought Jenks was working it a little, like trying, like deliberately trying to get this, under his skin. I'm sure he's working to get under his skin, but this is like a real, like Fred is really offended. That's right, I love what I'm that. saying. Like, Fred I'm wasn't thinking. expecting him to go all in like that. Yes. I love the uh, leather jacket of 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 uh, Jenks there. I have been I have been one of your good friends. All right, uh, okay. You know what I think? And I already I told you I'm sorry. I already told you I'm sorry. Okay, what so, story have on Fred? You don't have an easy clean slate. I'm sorry. I told you that on the phone the other day. I told you for those of you listening for the first time, there's something called the whack pack. All the all the imbeciles that listen to my show have formed together. They found each other. There are certain people who have risen above the regular listeners and have become something of celebrities on the show. Elephant Boy, obviously, because of his virginity at one time and his speech impediment. Yeah. And, of course, Captain Jenks because of his phony phone calls to Larry King right. and all I these have, various so people. I have a I phone have, call here. I have, I, Did you I make have a phone a call? Yeah, yeah, I have a question to Jane. If and when how it goes off the air, what kind of life do you live? Because it seems to me that... Saying you will. Your life, no. <laughs> your life is centered on how it went, how it goes up the air. I mean, I'm sorry to interrupt, but one thing I remember, if you listen to Howard Stern every day, eventually you could understand almost perfectly what Fred was saying. Yes. It's hard jumping back in because I have and no I idea what I, he's saying. I bring up a clip in a little while. Like, uh, There's one where it's Robin is like the robin was awesome at translating like she got it right away like and that so i like it was an acquired 
uh, ear that you you grew when you started listening. An acquired vernacular. All right, let, let's go on to another one here. I'm going to stop sharing that one right now. Uh, go back to stream art here. All right, so that was Captain Jenks versus Fred. Next up, Brian, you had, or actually, I just put this in any order because you said it, it didn't really matter. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Elephant Boy calls a taffy shop. I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, this, this is probably the only recent thing that I really put like from the serious years. Because his big thing with in serious, he had a fight with high pitched Eric, and I hate high pitched Eric. I think he's vile. I think he's disgusting. in the serious years. He had a fight with high pitched Eric. Yeah. Is, that, is that where they wound up on People's Court with uh, yes. uh, the slow Wendy, the slow person, whatever yes. they call her now? Yes. Okay, so, and gotcha. I, I personally just hate. I don't want to even give. You know, I wouldn't want us to even talk about high pitched Eric and give him that satisfaction. <laughs> I'm sure he's watching. Hey, but we we paid him for a uh, cameo back in the day. That was Joe Greenberg. Yeah, I would never have paid. Because that's the first thing I think I said to Joe was like, hey, man, high pitch is like, you know, dead weight. Why are you giving that guy money? So that that actually pissed he me off. He smells so bad in person. It's, it's vile. I saw him in person once at uh, Killers of Comedy. He was just wandering the halls. Yeah, uh, I was in your store yesterday, bought some taffy, and now... It stuck to my mouth, and I sound like, like a dope. Uh, all I can tell you, ma'am, is you have to call the call. Don't call me ma'am, stupid. I'm a boy. Pardon me? I am not a ma'am. I'm a boy, stupid. I understand you're a foreign student. <laughs> I have foreign students yeah. that come and work for me. My, ma my mouth is all sticky. Uh-huh. And now I'm speaking like a retard. No, what no, could no, you no, do no. about it? I'm not saying that, ma'am. I'm not a ma'am. You... Um, you. What should I do? I'm going to give you a number to call. Just remember, I am a guy. I have a penis. I have balls. Okay, you're a boy. And I thought you were a girl. You're inside the me. I'm not doing anything. I am hung like odds. If it's all, I am <laughs> Korean. I understand you're a man. I understand you're Korean. My mouth is all fucked up because of your taffy. I, I don't know what to do. I'm telling you what to do. Call this number. How do I get this fucking taffy off my teeth? 1-800-9. Do you have me, you bitch, you, you racist? Good morning, Freeland. Just speaking. I mean, man, listen, we don't have we can go out of this next clip. I mean, that's just it. It just keeps going, but it's freaking. That's hilarious. comedy gold. It doesn't get any better than that. All right, so like I'm one of these wrestling guys. Don't tell me it's not real, but or do we know? Uh, you know, I, I guess like now, like Jackie was passing him jokes, of course, to Howard the whole time. I never do that uh, while I was listening, but now like the show's so heavily scripted, and we've on the internet. I mean, just the other day, Cardiff had somebody on his sh YouTube show who said he was he would go to like a guy who would assign these callers uh, to various radio stations around the country that all the calls were fake i'm trying to yeah. say did that sound like a fake one that sounded pretty real to me but i don't know i mean listen i it was during uh i'm pretty sure it's during the satellite years so i'm i'm i will say this richard and sal might have helped out with this one you know what i mean like but that's a fake but i mean call. the caller like, the caller side the actual person oh, is that no, was I, that a taffy I, I, that's real that's, that's definitely real. real okay that's real because she's still trying to be polite yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and like in that Midwestern polite way, you know, like, oh, you know, Fred was great. Was that was a really the good action performance. would have been much bigger or the conversation would have been much shorter. Yeah. Just would have hung up. Uh, I was going to say, for, that was a good performance by Fred, too. I mean, he, he sold that uh, really well. That was freaking hilarious. All right. So, next up, Brian, you, you chose Fred at the Billboard Awards. Now, is this something? No, is this something from your memory, Brian? Were you getting these? Did you just like, how well, did no, you choose these? 
well, again, I went and just typed in Fred the Elephant Boy, but I remember this because he goes in a bubba booey to you all at the end. Uh, like, so I did remember this one, but also a lot of people had said like he had, he had done a couple speeches. I think he even did one of the governor one. No, that might've been, uh, Kenneth Keith. No, I think he also, I think he uh, did the, the governor. Yeah. Uh, and then when he, he was, when he announced Kenneth, he was running, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That might've been Kenneth brought up for the new year. Was that on the new year's Eve stuff we watched the other day? And then what I like I about so. this one is Robin is the interpreter. Also a little side note. Because we have video, so for our listeners, it'll be harder. But I'll describe the video. What is it? The Ed Lover guy and the other guy. They had. A, I I never had MTV, so they had <laughs> the guy and the other guy. Well, Ed Lover, Ed Lover and the other Dr. Dre. Okay, they yeah. had a radio show. So on stage, there they come out and they try to take the mic from him, and you'll see Lisa G is with them because she was part of their show at the time. So a little, oh, you know, a little stern a little trivia. Yeah. Perhaps Lisa G's first encounter with the Howard Stern universe. And again, this is nothing more than he does a speech and it's like, you know, they wrote the speech out for him to go do no one. And also, I don't know if it, if it, cause I kind of try to make it short for us. It's mentioned that no one else accepted these awards. They just kind of went up on stage and read the winner off. And that was it. Fred was the only one that did an acceptance speech. So he's a proxy for Stern getting an award. Is that what we're getting an award? Right. And the funny part is Robin, uh, I think the part I gave you is Robin trying to, like, I want to figure out what he's saying. All right, here we go. From 1994, according to this YouTuber. Oh, thank you. I'm behalf of Howard. Many people are starving in Russia. Oh, okay, I got that part. Say it. Many people are starving in Russia. On behalf of Howard. <laughs> Howard, many people are starving in Russia. I right. Don't know what that means. Yeah, <laughs> well, wait. On behalf of Howard, he's accepting. Now he's saying many people are starving oh, in Russia. Oh, there's a break there. There's a break if he if he could talk like a normal person. <laughs> I didn't know there was a press. I thought it was one st- sentence. No. <laughs> and all you do is to cypress. Wait a minute, all, and all you do is to celebrate? And that redhead, if you're watching the video, the video's getting a little choppy. I was on with StreamYard all week. They're customer service people. But that was, the, the redhead was Lisa. Yes, Lisa G. Okay. That's yeah. right. That's right. Here they are. There are many people starving in Russia, and all you do is celebrate. It was a political speech. Okay. <laughs> what is it? I, wasn't that supposed to be Rwanda? No. Yes. No, but it's a Russia on the paper. No, it's just Rwanda. <laughs> Russia. <laughs> yeah. Unless somebody rewrote it, yeah. it was supposed to say Rwanda. Gary, <laughs> you rat. Wait a minute, I, I didn't get that. <laughs> uh, uh, you want to interpret? Go ahead. I said, one hundred thirty-one people crash. Oh. What do you say? Because I. One hundred thirty-one people crashed. Oh, one hundred thirty-one. I'm talking about the airplane crash. Okay. You know what? I don't even know what he said. <laughs> and I, and I, yeah. That was a little muddle. His speech is a train wreck, he not says, a plane crash. He says that was a little muddled. <laughs> a little muddled. A little muddled. What did you? What were the exact words you said? And it looked like Jackie or Fred. They're throwing uh, rolled up pieces of paper. Rolled up pieces of paper at him. How many thirty-one people crashing on an airline? All right, one hundred thirty-one people crashing on an airline. Airplane, and all you think you can do is to drink and make merry. <laughs> and all you people do is drink and make merriment. <laughs> See, this was funny. Well, who knew? It's a political speech. Oh, boy. I condemn you. How I condemn you. Good evening. This is our crazy. I, I condemn you. I condemn you. Howard condemns you. I condemn you. you. We condemn you. Howard condemns you. And then what did you say? 
uh, this is outrageous. This is outrageous. Boy, that's a that's a tough one. <laughs> oh. That's a tough one for you while you're yelling. Why do you always start yelling? You stress the point. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime somebody crashes a speech like this and there's another guy trying to grab the mic out of your hand, you've won. Yeah, that was good. Another good performance by Fred. Maybe that's what set him apart. I mean, some of the whack packers. He did finish the clip saying Baba Booey. So, oh, sorry. Should I, you want me to go back and play? No, this? no, but he does say Baba Booey. <laughs> oh, at Baba the end when they're, when, yeah. when they're, okay, on the stage. Like, Hank the Angry Dwarf was instantly likable. Right. And then he, he had all these facets of his personality that were rather fascinating because you upon upon first impression, you just think he's just this angry, drunken dwarf. But he had an encyclopedic knowledge of music and things like that and was an intelligent dude. Uh, but Fred's like, I guess his power was the fact he was not a, he was sort of like Stuttering John. But I, I dare say he was he funnier than Stuttering John sometimes gave a better uh, performance. He also is doing all of this with a smile on his face. You never, I, like, again, that's where it's like, he's fun. He's in on the joke. Like, he knows. And he's nice about it, which is something yeah. John never was. Yeah. So another one here is, let me see if I can uh, grab it here. This one is titled Elephant Boy and Abby Triple X Return to Discuss Money from October 1st, 1999. Is there anything you remember or any reason? I mean, this one was, he, well, he made, Listen, I didn't bring up like he made some weird stuff. He did some weird stuff in his personal life. He made like other people into mom, swingers and all that kind of stuff. Didn't he eventually like, come out as gay? I played. Well, he, he, he yeah. I mean, he, he had gay experiences. He was bi. He said. Yeah, and then he eventually said he was asexual. I think one of it, he was on a a podcast within the last couple of years where he said he's asexual. Uh, but all right, so, so you're cutting out a little there, Brian. But hopefully. Oh. All right. Um, can you hear me now? Yeah. 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 There was just a yeah, slight delay. I think it's okay. And this is more about like Stern, uh, where I picked it up. Is Stern gives the rant like, "Hey, I'm not going to give you guys press because you're taking advantage of my show and and my people." Like, oh, they, right. Oh, yeah. I should. You actually sent me a note. You said this isn't a great clip, but it shows Stern being protective of how his show and his characters are used, and that he sticks up for Fred. So that's a good setup right there. Sorry, yeah. I forgot. I didn't see that you had sent me that. I mean, I copied that over and didn't read it like then get rid of it in the contract if your take mother it off the web if your mother ever saw this tape wouldn't she be upset oh yeah of course right. yeah. i don't say uh, i don't say this. wait so what are we saying he did he make a, a he pornography made a sex tape with abby yes but she's i don't remember doing this at all i remember him. that she's doing things to him like there's no and it's not know, successful he's wearing clothing oh, he's okay. using a marital aid it got weird uh, yeah it was very <laughs> weird and he didn't get like the bigfoot thing and they want to release the video, and Howard's like, "No, you can't release this unless you get money." Like, oh, you you're saying you're saying Fred didn't get paid. I, I stepped no, he on. He never you. got paid. Okay. And actually, after this, Fred leaves the show for a while. Actually, misses a Mick Foley interview because he stopped doing the show for a while because he needed to like let his life get back to whatever it was. Got a little like, wacky. He, yeah. Anything, by the way, I don't say there's anything wrong with porno. I just say but get paid for it. He doesn't even want it public, Howard. This is all he's being dragged into this. All I'm telling you is the following. That's for Elephant Boy to decide, but let me tell you something. He just said it. Yes. Let me tell you something. In his own way. If I give out this website where Elephant Boy's tape of him in women's stockings with you uh, doing things to him, if I give that out on the air, right? Okay. 
You guys are going to make money. I know it. He's going to make money. He's no, getting 34%. Not according to this contract. 34% only if you guys agree to it is that, that I did the right thing. No, no, no. We agree. Is, is it from dollar one gross or is it part of the... the it's uh, from net. No, from net. Oh. This is unacceptable. To, Howard, unacceptable. Some things you have to pay for. I, I don't care. He wants part of the gross. I, I don't have part of that, Howard. You guys he can write in. Marketing tool. Elephant boy, my suggestion yeah. is that so, this contract is worthless. Look at this, Howard. What is that? Show me what that is. Show me that document. What is that? Give me that. Elephant boy, what does this say here? Just check those out. That's it's not what I said before. It's different names. See. Listen, I am not a lawyer. I know neither. You got. I was not a part of this. All I am telling you is. What? That's a handwritten. I don't know. Elephant boy. That, well, that was from Doc just for Gary to see. Actually, Doc is a very nice guy. You're a nice guy. Everyone's a nice guy, but Elephant boy is never going to see a penny. He will absolutely. See. No, Why not based on that contract. Today with a contract. That is pretty cool. Howard stand yeah, like up for- I mean it was it could goes on a little like it repeats itself and they get into another fight the one thing is I don't know because there was another one right before this like someone sent the tape to like it like I think Fred didn't know this was going to be sold like he thought he was going to you know this was going to be a private thing and then it gets out there and then again they want to make so again you could see this is the one time Fred's not having a good time his whole mannerism and, was different there head down hang dog look and, yeah and as much as and again this is my issue with like the the new stern if you will this is when again stern wasn't he was still a little humble himself you know what i mean like yeah. i'm not saying he was, he out was there still the guy that was man. living in the basement in his house in long yeah. island avoiding his wife and family Another, he yeah. left the show a bunch of times he, he always did. you know would call up and say to this day he wasn't on the show he and it was over political reasons. He didn't like Howard Stern's politics, but he also. Oh, really? Like Fred was like a conservative dude. Oh yeah. He was a big Trump guy. And you know, <laughs> and like, he didn't I'm like QAnon. And I don't think he liked all the, the, the talk about the COVID, but the gentleman that Fred was, he called them and let them know. I don't want to be a part of the show anymore. So, Here's like, one. And I guess this is a right. famous one. Fred poops his pants. Yeah, this is. See, now again, this is all radio and theater of the mind. This is a great appearance. Like, And Fred is, and the, and the backstory is if Fred was going to meet Gary somewhere, they were doing an appearance together or something like that, and he went, Fred no, no. pooped his pants and, and showed up sort of smelly. Yes. And and High Pitch Eric was there also. Uh, and they weren't, it wasn't his appearance. Gary was doing an appearance, and he would go to, oh, he would just he show up to close by, Gary, he would always go to Gary's appearances. You know, I tried to look for Fred's obit online, and I couldn't find anything uh, I mean, from November with his first and last name. So, because I don't even know where he—I mean, he was probably a tri-state New York guy, right? He had to be the tri-state he must area be. if he was on all I the was time. Yeah. Queens. Okay, here's this one. Wait, were you standing or sitting when this occurred? Uh, standing. Standing. That's so, key. Yeah, I'll tell you why. Why? Because Fred, even though you went to clean yourself up, yeah. right, some of it made it down your leg, didn't it? I, yeah, I noticed it. I have to try to clean that up. How do you not notice it? <laughs> I mean, I know I try my best, but you know, I didn't have, uh, I didn't have, you know, you know, like I said, I just <laughs> turned back. Wait a minute, though. Was it was it diarrhea? I said, I, I little, I, yeah. I little well, wait a minute, Howard. If he had, 
tried to clean himself oh up. Wait, wait, wait. Wait a minute. No, no. I tap on equipment. I tap on equipment. Equipment. I mean, what can what can you say? You know, I just want to wash. I tap myself. But I'm telling you, he did this again. Yes. Yes. There was no pepper towel, you know. <laughs> did, you, I did, bed. did it occur to you to maybe buy a new pair of underwear at the uh, supermarket or a pair of pants at maybe next door or? Uh, in, uh, that area is mostly in, 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 Joshua, that we, you know, it, <laughs> there right, was so, not, there was nothing there. So I love how it's almost like a press conference for a guy who had an accident in his pants. And there's something and, endearing about Fred when he gets that a little whiny. You know, he has that intonation where he's it, it's comical, you know, and you feel for him. You're like, oh yeah, I've, I've been there, Fred. Come on, we I, I identify with you. We've all been there. I don't know if it's the name. You know, I think it was Adrian. There was a girl from the street team, the K Rock street team. So <laughs> she was there witnessing all this too. Like, she, so she's they, like a twenty were, year old college student. Yes. And then there was a dude with crap all over his sock, um, and she's just looking for college credit. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. So, Brian, those are all your clips. I did pull. I was just going to mention, I didn't pull it. I'm not a huge, and I actually listened to more of it afterwards, after I sent you stuff, and I don't want to be that guy sending you a clip. Uh, and I'm not a big wrestling fan, but uh, there's a lot of Fred with uh, Mick Foley, Cactus Jack, uh, you know, Fred was a He was a monstrous uh, wrestler. He was at guy. Mankind's wedding. Oh, no, so, like they were that close and they were that friendly and he got him in big trouble because the two rules mankind had was no strip clubs and no porno, no affairs with his wife. And he could do anything else he wanted. And he got caught one day watching B Bongo Fiesta and his wife like <laughs> flipped out on him and he never returned the tape to Fred and Fred would always call him like, where's my tape? That's a collector's. Um, so it's worthwhile checking those out. But also those were so long. It was hard to like. Well, you know that's the I thing mean? about like, better uh, off listening to the whole episode. No, yeah, I think you did a really good job choosing these. But that's that's the thing with old school Stern. It's like it's hard to just clip it because these are our meandering conversations there. And then if you just clip it, you're missing the you know you're missing the context of it. So I just wanted to say that uh, B Dabbler El Harible, uh, he did a good live stream today, like an hour or so before we went live. It's Friday, January sixth, and he had Lorenzo Oriello on and in the second half of that one he did a bunch of uh, he did like a rare one where it was stuttering john uh sort of arguing with uh fred a little bit so i thought that was really good also of course patreon.com slash ray devito our, he, he's our fiscal agent for this podcast uh so i did i didn't really listen to these but i did go and find fred was on the stuttering john podcast oh, wow. and i thought we would just listen to a second uh, of that, considering we are dabbler curious and dabbler adjacent, if I can bring it up real fast. So this is from June 4th, 2019. So now we go. Oh, and, and as we're getting Fred on, we have to talk about AJ Benza. Yeah, well, we'll talk about him with Fred. Okay. Okay, Fred the Elephant Boy Schreiber. Is it, is it Schreiber or Schreiber? This is a drunk uh, starring John. Hey, Fred, how are you? Yeah, how you doing, John? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, I miss you, Fred. Yeah, I miss you, too. We, we did a quick podcast with Cool. 
you know, back in New York. So, so it was a good show back then, and I'm looking forward to to this. Yes, and and Fred, yeah, no, I I I speak Elephant Boy. Fred said that we just did the show and and, and we saw each other on Grillo's podcast in New York, and and it was great to see me. Isn't that what you said, Fred? Very good. <laughs> see? Yeah. Fred, how did, Hits your did right I discover you on the Stern Show? What did somebody else? What was it? Oh, I stepped on I stepped on John, but John says, Hey Fred, did I didn't I discover you? <laughs> Which is typical stuttering so John. Typical. Also, you'd think after thirty years he'd know how to pronounce the guy's name. <laughs> so well, yeah. After yeah, his memory is a little shot after a bunch of Coors Lights. Coors Light will do that to you. Uh Back in 1988, how it did uh, die that with Timothy Teresco and the mayor friend decided I should be have a die that I was more pathetic than she was. Yeah, but how did... And so I wrote a letter to Gary. Gary gave me a phone call a couple of days later and then... How we come in the next day, and on that Friday, I was on the show. Oh, okay. So it was. So it was Baba. So you sent the letter in, and Baba Booey actually read it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hold. <laughs> so that was that. I just wanted to play that uh, real fast, and then uh, second to last here is uh, John mentioned Elephant Boy and he going on Grillo's podcast and. That's called aftershock or something like that. I don't. I don't know shit yeah. about that either. Yeah, Fred was so into wrestling. Yeah, yeah. You brought I mean, you brought like Mick a, Foley yeah, up. Yeah, I remember that. But I remember like <coughs> Fred got to like sing the national anthem at a Angie. wrestling oh, somewhere. Yeah. I don't even remember where we were. Like some little rinky dink place. <laughs> I see, yeah. In like like. The wrestlers must have just started. It was like their first week wrestling. <laughs> Fred got I had to go and tape Fred sing the national anthem at this like ringy ding wrestling place. Yeah. Did you come with me to shoot the uh, the Virgin Mary thing? No, uh, the one in Jersey. John, the only one that sounds inebriated. See, that was great. No, no. Um, who went with you? I feel so, like it was Pete Mastriani. It was our old camera guy. Oh, because that was like, everybody was. says it's one of their favorite stuttering guys. Oh, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know that story. <laughs> oh, they was, John is like. They saw the Virgin Mary. And, Did you say something, Brian? I can't yeah. see you guys when I share. I'm sorry. John and Jackie seem to have this revisionist history. But John especially, like, oh, didn't I do this? And didn't oh, I, yeah. you know. I mean, listen, I, I don't. Let those, uh, everybody said that was the funniest thing of the stuttering John ever. But it's I like mean, that's the whole Dabbleverse. That's the whole origin, uh, and, and that's the whole reason the Dabbleverse exists, exactly for that reason. Like, John, I do love you. You will always hold a place in my heart, but you did, you know. You're full you of shit. You didn't come up with that much. From Brian, who has really uh, never ventured in. Not I was Uncle a writer. Rico, not an Uncle Rico fan, not a listener of WATP. No. So for Brian to to say that about Stuttering John, that is the truth, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a fan and, of Shuli Anonymous. Have you visited that? What I don't know. Did you see? I guess I checked I, it every day. I have screen grabs from it. No one's gonna listen to this or watch this at this this deep in. But somebody took. It was on our podcast. It was my interview. Oh, yeah, man, with Shuli, and they they cut it up. And I had said in our last, I think our last episode, Brian, I was we went over like the most watched of the year yes. that Shuli one was like a hundred times. It had Local eight thousand views. 
our local reporter. And, right, and right. That, yeah. I had mentioned that. Well, you know, I didn't put, I didn't embed it on my day job because, yeah, Shuli had the phone at, a, at an angle where it was sort of, you know, it was like aiming at his crotch at first. That was fine. But then he's rolling a joint during it. And so, I, I mean, I, it got 8,000 views. I put it on. And it actually it made it to Dabbler's Anonymous the day I published it. And people said positive things about it. Uh, and now that there's this sort of anti shuli thing, it made it back to, but it's edited as Shuli like scratching his scrotum at one point. I don't remember that happening, to be honest with you. And they made it seem like I was like I was victimized by Shuli. So I mean, one thing about Shuli's anonymous, I still like Shuli, but like that guy, I mean, he's in all the uh, the chats. It's funny. I mean, that made me laugh out loud when I saw that they had re-edited uh, my video uh, to do that. So. I very I can't rarely complain. go back and listen to the Artie shows anymore, or at least a certain era of Artie shows, because I think they're just too mean and you're just sucking into like uh watching Artie of, die. Yeah. But there is and and it is one of his messed up times. Artie versus the hack pack. Anyone look for that on YouTube? Oh. I think it's like a two hour or an hour and 20 minutes. Well, it, it gets brought up every day on, I mean, it's since Julie reappeared on the scene, there are you know, there's people like you who never gave him a chance and they All always right, bring but, up hack pack, but it's good radio too, is what right, I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, whatever it was great feel, radio, it's great radio. I think Julie would admit that. Yeah. Like it is so good and it's funny and like, Oh my goodness. Like when he, yeah, it is so good. It is so good. Yeah. I'm sort of wondering because the dabble verse is, it does feel I mean, I, I mean, I can't. Dare I say that was probably what? the last time Stern was real, you know, when it all was that, that was happening. Yeah. But I was thinking, like, is this the end of the Dabbleverse? There's a lot of those. I mean, people are always saying this is dead, whatever a new thing is, and then more people are they gonna join make it. it. To February 2nd or 3rd. Well, if there's or, a convention, or, it's not dead. Or is the convention the end of it? That's what I'm trying to say. Is the convention the last hurrah of the Dabbleverse? And Brian, I can't get you to go. Matt, what are you doing in February? You want to you want to drive up to Rochester with me? I will be busy putting together the latest episode of Mondo Creepy. <sighs> you guys, you guys suck. I'm not saying no. I'm just saying I, I you yeah. know, it, that's a big trip for me to go Look, all the way up to Rhode Island. That's a, where that's do a I? What trip. do you think? I live in New Hampshire or something like that. I live next. I live. It's like an hour more than for me or for you than me. Probably two hours more. All right. So let's watch a, a Fred cameo. We'll end it on that. Fred was on cameo. This is Fred Elephant Boy. Finally, after all this years, months, days, hours, century, whatever, <laughs> I am finally on camera. So, if you want me to give... I mean, I'm just dying at the fact that it, it comes with uh, the captions and the captions are completely wrong. <laughs> I'm finally on chemical, it says. Only $33, that's you a good deal. I was just going to say, he's a reasonably priced guy. But, I mean, this was probably back a little bit. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that. That's a $9 one. And shout out about the greeting and for the greeting. Whatever you need, you just select me and I am as good as gold. Thank you. I mean, how great is that? Rest in peace, Fred. Yeah. I mean, truer words were never spoken. And if you. If you also look at these cameos that he did for $33, which is a steal on Cameo, five minutes, seven minutes, you know, I guess his average length is, th average length is three minutes and 28 seconds. And those, that's, you know, most of the cameos, because we did a bunch. I mean, wait, I have one right here I can play if it's not super loud. Hold on one second. Somebody might have to say something. Here it is. 
Hi, this is Stuttering John Melendez from the Hi, this is Stuttering John Melendez from the Howard Stern Show. And for some really stupid reason, you're listening. Insufferable bastards. Great name for a podcast, morons. Thank you, John. But why uh, didn't you John- say he was from the Tonight Show? You know, I, I yeah, that's a good question. I think with that one though, no I one knew, knew he was on the Tonight Show. That's what I would think. But also, I sent him. That was a script. I like that was exactly what I sent him. And then at the end of it, he tagged on the same jokes he's doing today about how he has hemorrhoids and when he wipes its butt, it's like a cherry ice cream sandwich or something like that. So I cut all that out and just kept it to my original uh, script. But anyway, guys, it's been an hour. Hey, I'm glad we did this. Uh, so am I. We, we did a better tribute than Howard Stern did, which was a, a goddamn crying shame that he did not blow out the bells and whistles for Fred. And he's just, I mean, if he didn't do it for Gilbert Gottfried, he can't do it. I was just it. about I know, to say I that. Know, yeah. But there was just, and again, maybe he can't do a proper tribute because maybe they're not even going to play these clips like this anymore. He can do whatever he wants. It's his I know, show. I know, but it, I, it just, it made me miss Fred a lot this week and it made me go back to listen to a lot of old shows. All right. So thank you to Kinky Loco. I'm sorry we had technical difficulties there, but, uh, I mean, I guess he, he's, uh, Joe got a Twitter is kinky logos, Twitter. And also, you know, he is an OG member of dabblers anonymous, uh, those every day, those, uh, the advent calendar that was posted leading up to Christmas. That was that guy. That was kinky loco. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, that's that's very, dedication. He's very funny in chats. Uh, personally, anytime he sees me in a chat and he's a moderator, he automatically puts me into timeout, which, you know, I don't hold against him, but he's a good troll as well. So I'm sorry it didn't work out, but we'll, uh, and also he's a Howard Stern expert. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, we were having communication issues there, but he, I think he has also like, I can't remember everything, anything. He remembers uh, everything, but I'm glad Brian, we had you here uh, to guide us through that. And thanks for taking the time to do that. And I guess for uh, Matt Maisto, Mondo Creepy, where can yes. people find? I guess, you know what I should have done? I apologize. We're doing this on StreamYard. Look what I could have been doing the whole time. YouTube.com at Mondo Creepy. Next time I'll set up my TV with all my pertinent info going over Although, and over again. Since I'm going to edit this, I'll throw it in uh, at, at the beginning of the video. But when's Thanks. the next one going to be on Mondo Creepy? Uh, we shoot next weekend and then hopefully sometime in February. Uh, you will see it. All right. YouTube and OSI 74. And a totally clear Mondo Creepy right now on this podcast. Thank you so much That's for upgrading. because I'm a professional. Take that, Aaron. I do have, Matt, did you listen to the episode that we did in uh, response to that? I don't know if you I did. That. I listened to all of it. I can't find it right now. It's not pervert audio. Oh, here it is. Anyway, so, Matt, don't start vaping. No. This is right. Come on. Look how talented we are. All right. So uh, for Brian, for Matt, Armando Kiki, I'm Carlos Ganger, and this was the Insufferable Bastards. See you next week. Woo!